You're listening to The Q's Podcast, Episode 70. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. You're choosing The Q's Podcast, where we speak with credit union industry leaders and cross-industry experts for a wide range of perspectives on trends and topics relevant to you. I'm your host, Lisa Hograff, a senior editor with Q's. This episode is brought to you by Q Supplier member Harlan Clark. In it, we focus on call centers, which are so key to credit unions deepening the relationships they have with their members. Our guest is Terry Panhands, Vice President of Contact Center Solutions at Harlan Clark. Terry has been working with contact centers for Harlan Clark for more than two decades. I'm really excited about having her share her expertise, her experience, and her passion for contact centers on today's show. In this episode, you'll hear ways the Credit Union Contact Center has evolved over the past 20 years, plus contact center best practices, including how to manage your contact center strategically as a member relationship hub. The show also gets into the impact that serving various generations has on credit union contact centers, as well as performance measures that work well for today's contact center and how to collect those measures. Okay, now let's jump into the conversation and learn more about today's contact center. Welcome to the show, Terry. Thank you so much for being here. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to speak with you. I like to help listeners get to know our guests by asking them if they have a professional mantra or a quote that they live by. Do you have such a mantra or quote you'd be game to share? I do. I think that one of the the quotes that has really resonated with me is the one that states the biggest communication problem we have is that oftentimes we don't listen to understand. We listen to reply. Uh, and I try to think about that every single day in, in, in helping to me to to focus and be present in conversations uh, and really understanding both in a business and a personal perspective, understanding what the other person or persons are saying, clearly seeking to understand before even thinking about responding. I, I think that's important personally and certainly in business as we talk about the art of engagement, exactly what we're going to talk about today. Indeed, Terry, that is a perfect quote to start with since we will be talking about contact centers today. Now, I understand you've been working with contact centers for more than 20 years. What led to your choosing the contact center as a profession? And what is your proudest accomplishment during your career? You know, it's such an interesting question. And I would tell you, it actually found me. I started the early part of my career out of college in a sales role. And I really enjoyed that. I was working for another organization at the time, and they began to look at consolidating and centralizing their contact centers that at the time were in four different locations into one. And so I had the opportunity to move into that role and really help build that from the ground up. It was very small, uh, certainly in comparison to many of the contact centers that that are out there today with the hundreds and even thousands of headcount. We had 20 people, but it it really, I, I was hooked after I started working and engaging with that team and understanding and really coming to appreciate how they engaged with our customers and the impact that they made. And like I said, I was hooked ever since and have been in contact center, in the contact center world since then. 
I love it when people have a passion for their work. This is terrific. What would you say is your proudest day so far on your career in call centers? Gosh, you know, there, there have been so many. And I think certainly in, in that situation where I was able to, to help build it from the ground up and really define what that was going to look like and how it would support our strategies was, was a real milestone. But honestly, being able to work with our clients today and seeing how we are able to make a positive impact into their strategies, be it around their member acquisition, member retention, member growth and engagement, that is so rewarding and, and truly is something that I'm very proud of uh, that my team is able to support and to drive every single day. That's marvelous. We're all in this world to help each other and our clients, other people. You've already hinted at this, but I think our listeners would be interested to know a little bit about what your day-to-day work looks like. What exactly do you do at Harlan Clark? Sure. You know, I have the privilege of, of leading an amazing team of professionals um, every day. Uh, we wake up and um, are very focused on being in active dialogue with our clients and really seeking to understand. So starting with the end in mind, what are their objectives? Where are their needs? Where are their pain points uh, that we can help support? And then from there, collaborating with them to build a solution that exactly fits their needs. We're able to support them for a finite period of time if they have a, an event that's driving a need for augmented support. And we have many clients that we support in an ongoing fashion with overflow and, and support uh, as they would need it uh, in support of their own contact center, uh, again, in an ongoing fashion. Um, and then the other part of my team, once we are able to collaborate and build a solution, are responsible for the management of that. So our clients know very succinctly who owns that program for them and who is going to help them to make sure that it is as successful as we have defined as we were building it with them together. So uh, just a, a joy to, to work with the team and, uh, most importantly, our clients in, in helping them in that fashion. I think you really do put your listening mantra in action. <laughs> Over the years that you've been listening to credit union people talk about their work in their contact centers, how would you say the role of the credit union contact center has changed? Gosh, that's a great question, and, and it, it truly has changed and continues to evolve. Uh, early on when I was involved in in my past experience, it was more transactional in nature, really more viewed as a, as a back office function, one that was necessary but wasn't perhaps driving value or being a part of the strategy of the credit union. Now I see that it is evolving into an engagement center, and members' expectations really drive that they expect for whatever they are calling in about to be handled in a certainly a courteous way, but also a very thorough um, way of, of addressing their need. And many times, too, they will define the relationship, their impression of their credit union by the experience they have when they, when they contact the call center. Thanks, Terry. As the role of the contact center evolves, what are the essential skills that a modern-day agent must have? Another great question. You know, we always, in our um, hiring approach, we always say that you should hire for the attitude and train for the skills. And, uh, again, that has just continued to evolve as, as the contact center and the role that it plays has evolved as well. I would tell you that it's important for um, that individual to, to be calm, to have and pay, be able to pay attention to detail, 
Certainly the listening skills that we talked about a little bit ago are so important. I think to have a willingness to ask and not be worried about asking the member if they have completely answered their question or questions before ending the call. So being proactive in their approach to the call, not just being satisfied with basically checking boxes and in and answering questions, but really proactively being engaged in that conversation to make sure that that member hangs up completely satisfied and with their uh, question or concern being um, being fully addressed. I think they need to be flexible to the different personality types that they will encounter throughout the day uh, on each and every call. And then I think lastly, to, to be creative and to understand that they have the role of being able to solve uh, an issue or a question that will balance certainly the needs of the member as well as the credit union that they are representing. That's an excellent list, something to refer to. As the focus of the contact center becomes more customer-centric and focused on building customer loyalty, how are performance measures changing? You know, again, I think productivity metrics will always be important. Those things like um, average speed of answer, your handle time, um, all of those those SLAs that we know we, we have to focus on in the contact center around efficiency, that will never change. But how you balance them and what you really um, make sure you're including, I think, is very important. Things like certainly member satisfaction, member delight, the member effort. If you are, are surveying members and ask them how easy was that representative to work with versus, you know, it, it making it difficult for them to, to get their point across and um, to ensure that, again, they hang up very happy. So really seeing a tilt toward those, again, with always a nod toward those productivity metrics, but really more of a balance on the quality of the engagement uh, in measuring those those things that w- we know will will be a true reflection of how that member feels. Again, not only about that interaction with the contact center, but how they feel about their credit union. So tell me a little bit about how you actually take those measurements. Oh, sure. You know, there's any number of ways, especially around the member satisfaction or member delight. We have many clients who do post-interaction surveys. So that could be facilitated through an email that's sent to the member right after the call. It can be that the member is transferred to an IBR, an automated platform where they can enter their responses to to certain questions. So there's any number of ways to, to gather that. But then I think as equally as important, if not more important, is once those responses are gathered, that credit unions take the time at the very highest levels at the credit union to understand and review the feedback and then make and take additional actions or steps to ensure that where they see trending and, and improvements needed, that they deploy those. Definitely important to take data and really look at it and think about it, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's very interesting to me that one of the measures that you talked about is not just member satisfaction, but member delight. It seems like the contact center really has evolved into much more of a relationship hub, and it's become a way to keep a pulse on member needs and expectations. How can credit unions take that shift into account when they're setting strategy? You know, I think it's important that they need to keep the contact center in the forefront of all their strategies and realize that most of the contacts that their members are going to have with the credit union are going to come through that contact center. 
certainly all the other channels are important, but to to understand that the contact center really should be the pulse of their organization. And so many indicators around uh, how members are are feeling uh, about the credit union are going to be and, and could be gathered from the interactions that are being held there. I think that good credit unions that invest in that way should consider investing certainly in the people. We always say those are certainly our, our most important asset in investing there from early on in the how you attract them, bringing them on, how you onboard them, um, how you offer developmental and recognition activities to to keep all those wonderful representatives that you have. Also investing in, in the process and the technology uh, to support. So important. And then lastly, something that is obviously paramount to this industry we all serve is around security. So really investing in those four pillars we see is really helping to create an infrastructure in our contact centers and for our clients that can help them drive their strategies. That's another great checklist to refer back to, Terry. Things to think about when setting strategy based on your contact center. Now I'd like to take a slightly different direction in our conversation. We talk a lot in our industry about the differences across generations. What impacts would you say these generational expectations have on the call center? You know, with all the statistics that are out there on how millennials uh, only really care about social media and managing things through the phone in the palm of their hands, I think it's easy to fall for the myth that they don't want to talk on the phone or that the need for the contact center hub is dying out. I just see that that's simply not true. Uh, in fact, the desire among all generations for a personal interaction with their financial institution, in my view, has never been higher, especially in the event uh, of an emergency or an issue or needing to specify a problem outside of the self-service channels. Don't get me wrong. I love self-service channels. I am a big user myself, uh, but I can tell you that when I have a situation or an issue or a concern um, with any organization that I transact business with, uh, I'm going to want that human voice and being able to talk through and being assured that whatever it is been resolved fully. So uh, I really see that. I always say you need to offer the channel of choice and your members are going to choose which one that is. It could be in one situation. It could be that they start out on a chat and then they end up wanting to speak, so they'll call you. You know, so you, you can't pigeonhole or put members into into one channel and expect that just because that's what you think they should use, they will. So it, what we see is that more than ever, members are, are going to, to several channels to transact business. I think the, the real key differentiator can be for those credit unions who are able to recognize their members across those channels. So say, again, I start as a chat. I end up picking up the phone and talking with a representative there. I don't want to repeat my information that I've shared. Where you see uh, a true engagement is around understanding and knowing that member across all the journeys uh, of the channels that they may choose to travel as they are doing business with you. So I think it's it's really important. Again, certainly self-service is growing and will continue to grow, but I honestly believe the, the need for that live agent or live engagement will never go away. That's how I feel about books too, Terry, in this electronic age of digital media. I still like I to pick up that. a paper book sometimes. Absolutely. I share that same sentiment. 
This has all been really informative. Is there anything we haven't talked about that you'd like to communicate to our listeners? You know, what I would say is in all my years of being involved in this, uh, in the contact center space, I've actually never been more excited about the role that the contact center can play and, and should play. I think it's important to realize that members a lot of times are not comparing their credit union to another credit union. They are comparing them to those organizations that they truly enjoy engaging with, be it Amazon, be it Nordstrom, be it, you know, we all have those that, that we know are, are just a, a delight to to transact business with. So that's what we're all being compared to now. It's usually not another financial services organization. It's, again, those that, that are making an impression. So the investment around that and understanding the need to, again, have that contact center be a pulse point for your credit union and investing wisely there, I think can be a true competitive differentiator. And, again, I just love helping my clients realize that and helping them achieve their strategies around the acquisition and the growth, engagement, and retention every single day. Terry, thank you so much for all this good information and for several checklists that people can refer back to. Really appreciate you being on the show today. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Q's. And thank you again to our special guest, Terry Panhans, Vice President of Contact Center Solutions for Harlan Clark, our sponsor for this episode. Learn more about Harlan Clark on the company's website, harlandclark.com. That's H-A-R-L-A-N-D-C-L-A-R-K-E.com. For more information about how to sponsor an episode of the Q's podcast, please email carrie at cues.org. That's K-A-R-I at C-U-E-S dot org. For more talent development content from Q's, visit cumanagement.com now. If you're a Q's member, you have access to invaluable membership benefits to further enhance your development. Visit Q's.org slash membership to learn more about new offerings this year. Q's is an international credit union association. Our mission is to educate and develop credit union CEOs, executives, directors, and future leaders. To learn how Q's can help you realize your potential, visit Q's.org today.